This is On the Block with Stricken Nate. Nebraska Basketball Hall of Famer and nine-year NBA vet, Eric Strickland. Strickland for three! And you're going to go out of here at the Big 8 tournament champion. And Hokie Homer turned Husker, Nathan Brennan. Everyone knows that I'm the smartest person here. Coming at you live from the heart of Lincoln, America. On air and online at theticketfm.com. Brought to you by Mary Ellen's Food for the Soul. This is On the Block with Stricken Nate. Breaking the hearts of one Nebraska fan at a time. That's what we do here on the block. My name is Nate Brennan. He's the Oscar Hall of Famer, nine-year NBA vet. Again, you're listening to On the Block, 93.7 The Ticket, 402-464-5685, Starter Heyman, text line, Honda of Lincoln Hotline. As always, we want to hear from you because the rumor mill is on fire. And unfortunately, the rumor mill is now all of a sudden ice cold because we are debunking rumors and we are finding the truth because that's what we do here on the block. Again, 402-464-5685, Star Game and Text Line, Honda, Lincoln Hotline. You can also see what's going on here in studio, Facebook, YouTube, Twitch, Twitter. Give us a like, give us a follow, give us a subscribe, give us a share on all of those platforms as well. We greatly appreciate every single one of you. We also appreciate the interaction from you guys on those platforms. Strick, before we get into it, as always, we are brought to you by... Mary Ellen's Foo for the Soul! Food for the soul. So 27th and Pine Lake, go check them out. Strict, you are, uh, you're going to Mary Ellen's tomorrow. Uh, or tonight. Today. Tonight. Yeah. Today. They have their comedy show. Yes. $25 at the door? $25. I think it was pre-15, pre-25. We met door. Felix, too. He's a funny I guy. I will be going to the show. I will be at the, I think, the later show today. Okay. Yeah, man. Um, listen, Felix was great. Oh, he's awesome. Great. Felix, Felix El Gato. Yeah. The cat. The cat. I got to text him back. He sent me a text, too, and I, I got to. Yeah, man. I think him. it's going to be cool. I think yeah, it's just no, something to do different. You yeah, know? no, I mix it up Because I could bit. always go yeah. down to the brass rail and, you know, get it in. <laughs> get but, a little weird. Get it in. <laughs> but, you know, but it's, 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 it's like, listen, I want to laugh today. You know, going into the weekend because I would much rather laugh than cry. And I'm uh, hoping I'm not going to be crying. Well, you might be doing a little bit of crying on Saturday, so probably best to get a nice laugh in. Yeah. So shout out to Mary Ellen. Shout out to Felix. They're going to have their comedy show again. $25 at the door if you guys want to check it out. So let's get into it, Strick. Uh, Nebraska, we had to take a break because we were getting uh, – uh, we were a little bit behind because of the, the happy hour crossover, so it put us way back. But Nebraska, again, if, if you guys are just tuning in, they will start 2-0 and for the first time in the Fred Hoiberg era, which is a, a little bit unbelievable to think, but yes, that is correct. They will start 2-0 and for the first time in the Fred Hoiberg era. Both wins by double digits, in fact. So, Strick's been breaking down the game. Strick, real quick, if you can give me a quick recap, and then I know that you had some uh, analysis you wanted to dig a little bit further into. Yeah, so one of the things that, 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 that happened, Nebraska came into this game, got off to a tremendous start. Listen, this Omaha... This Omaha Mavericks team, they like to be called Omaha now. They don't like to be called UNO anymore. So, right. you know, just make, just just for reference points. Did you ever like get it wrong called, last night? No, I didn't. You I made sure I focused on it, and I did not Because <laughs> I would have said UNO. I said, I I said Omaha. Um, but <clears throat> they got off to a rocky start, and they really played well for 25 minutes in Rock Chalk 
They did. Allen, they did. Fog Allen. They did. Fog, well. Fog Allen Fieldhouse. They really actually played a strong game. Was in this game, and then about the 15 minute mark of the the uh, second half, it kind of opened up, and they ended up you know losing it by double digits. Now, Nebraska jumped out on them with an 11-0 run, pushed it to 17 in the first half, and then what we ended up having was. A, a Kase Tamanaga sighting, and here's why I say that because it was it was it was a similar thing that happened a lot last year, where someone would get sometimes it'd be Bryce, sometimes it would be Verge, a lot of times it'd be Verge. Um, somebody would get just the feeling that hey, I'm about to go do my thing. I'm about to do it right now. I don't care who's on me. I don't care if I come off the screen. Wherever I catch this is going up. That's that's my feeling right, right. now. You're going to try and take over. I'm going to try to do something right, right now. Kase Tamanaga had a situation, came off a screen to the top of the key, and there was no space, and it was a totally challenged shot. It was a bad shot. And guess what ended up happening? It ends to a long rebound, a layup on the other end, and their run starts for Omaha. So they're down. And so this is the this is this is the system, the mental system that young players, I think, and, and I'm not gonna say all teams, because I think there's some really good teams that are disciplined in this manner to understand right. what the coach is trying right. to say. Right. <clears throat> when you get a team down double digits, fifteen plus, thirteen plus, and you're trying to push a lead to twenty plus to bury a team, to make it where there's not enough possessions for you unless we just totally can't you know, hit the barrel of a bucket or we can't swim in the ocean and it's right there next to us, right? That's the, that's the kind of thing that would need to happen in order for you to get back in this game. Like right. everything would have to go right for you. That's always the goal. But what happens is you get in that range and everybody starts playing a little bit, not everybody, but some people will start playing a little bit more freer, thinking, oh, we got to lead. I can do this now. It ain't going to hurt but it can. And then a game of runs, like you always say. It's a say. game of runs, and, and that's what ended up happening. That shot from Kase Tamanaga led to multiple people behind him, like three or four people, a couple times Gary on drives to the baskets, uh, you know, one time Wiltshire, you know, somebody else. And then it ends up, you end up taking five bad shots, rebounds, going the other way, then they hit a couple threes, and then a free game throw, at that now point. the game changes, yeah. right? So here's what Fred Hoiberg had to say about uh, responding to Omaha's runs, and this is the good, good part about it, that once they made the run and they cut the lead back down, they got it below double digits, and they were looking to make a run at, at the uh, getting, getting really back into the game. And they actually got it down, I think, I want to say they got it to two. It's as close as they got. Oh, wow. Two to, either two or four points. And the difference between this team and the previous team is they consciously understand that we need to get a good shot here. So there is a good drive mm-hmm. to the basket mm-hmm. and not just that I'm just trying I'm going to just barrel through you and I'm going to euro step through yeah. three people yeah. and hope I get a foul. We saw plenty of that. Last we saw year. a lot of that last we year, did. right? But no, they're actually driving with purpose. Mm-hmm. If a lane opens, if no one helps, I'm at the rim. 
If a lane opens, someone helps, I'm making the next pass. If a lane opens, I'm kicking it, then I'm going to make the extra one, and then there's a wide open one. That's when you had C.J. Wiltshire hit big big threes, timely threes. Bandamil hit a couple. Now the lead gets back right. up to 13, and now they're able to sustain. That's Now they, they shot bad. They shot very poorly from the free throw line. They're going to have to correct that. You Especially in the Big Ten. But because oh they shot, listen, they shot be given 36 points. Thirty-seven percent. Did you hear what I just said? Thirty-seven percent from the free throw line. They shot nineteen free throws and they shot thirty. You can. They you, shot nineteen free throws. Nineteen free throws. Big. They My were two God. for ten. Now here's the crazy thing: if this game was closer, they could have lost. So that's something they've got to they've got to deal with. They've got to manage because in the Big Ten you got to execute. You've got to you make. To you're going to get fouled. Yeah. You've got if you want to sustain leads, mm-hmm. stop runs. You're going to have to make free throws because My that's God. the game you're going to want to have to attack. They were two for ten in the second half, five for nine in the first half. But what saved them is they they actually shot the ball pretty good. They were seven for nineteen from three. C.J. Welcher had a phenomenal shooting day from threes, over fifty percent, four for seven, which is a huge, which was huge for him. You saw him on, on attack modes, couple you know good dribbles with some finishes. Right. Bandamil strong with a nice dunk. Greasel strong and one stuff like that. And so uh, one of the great things that we also saw was Blaze Keita, who. Had a struggle game the night before. He did. Um, Didn't even play that much, really. But that's the he that's the cool balance. Game one? Yeah. But here's the cool balance. Blaze Keita plays well. He plays 27 minutes, has 12 and double double. But the night before, Gary was with the double double. But also, Wilheim had a strong, pretty strong game. But Wilheim this game only plays eight minutes. So now, if they as a team can understand this situation that sometimes it's going to be my night. Sometimes it's not. When it's not, I'm still supportive. I'm still engaged. I'm still involved in the game. Because you don't know when Because you just never know when it's going to be right. called. And, and, and what Fred is doing, he's going nine deep. That's what he did. He went nine deep. And he's observing throughout the game who's getting hot, what combinations are working? What makes sense based on their their substitution patterns? And then he's then determining who's going to acquire those minutes for the for the second half or for the for the majority of the game. You That's know who I out. like a lot, Strick, is Dawson. Yes. That dude plays hard. Listen, he listen. He plays listen, hard. I don't even think they expected Denim to play that well. And so here's 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 what I like about Denim. Denim reminds me of me. Not, 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 not from the standpoint, you know, I think I, I scored a little bit better than Denim. I, I had a little bit more scoring prowess than Denim. But he reminds me of me. And here's what I mean by that. He says, this is what I do well. I defend. I hound. I'm athletic. I can leap. I can get extra possessions. I'm going to hit this floor. I'm going to take charges. I'm going to do all of the little things. Because one thing I can always tell you is that a coach – will put someone in the game, trust someone in the game who has a willingness to defend and can stop somebody. That's that's how it is, Nate. Coaches are always going to find a place for somebody like that, and that's why Denim Dawson is getting he, – he, no, look, he's not getting. He's earned his minutes. 
And he's he play, and them. he plays hard, and, and I feel like he's that's, one of those guys that knows his it. role. Uh, he knows his role. Strick, uh, we're getting a couple texts, and I, I went back to look at it. Seven for nineteen from three, eighteen of thirty-one from the free throw line. So oh, okay, so I got um, a bad, but still fifty, but still fifty-eight percent from the free throw line is still not going to cut it, especially in the. Thank you, standard. thank you for correcting that. I got I got the stat in front of me, and it's 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 incorrect. So yeah, I, I didn't I didn't pull the real stat. I had left it in the car. Yeah, so that so, yeah. seven of nineteen was from the three-point line too, which. I, 37%, that sounds about right. I would save you around 35% from the three-point line. Yeah. What What did they usually tell you efficiency-wise? Oh, you, you know what? I looked at the wrong. Line. That was seven for 19 from, from the three-point three line. line. Yes, they were 18 for 31, 58%. Yes, from the free throw line. But I read the wrong stat. What What's usually the percentage you try and go for from the three-point line to yeah, be efficient? I, 35 I, I think you, you want to be 35 to 38. Okay. If you're really a stroking team, you're okay. over 40, 40 to 42. I mean, that's tough to do. Though. It's tough to do. That's, I mean, that's but you got but because but that's just really, you know what? You really could shoot that as a team. But you really have to be taking absolute great shots. Right. Like like for real, like real talk. Like I went in the gym. I'm just going to be real. I, I went in the gym. I had I had my little walker suit on. And I was talking to the coaches, and I had a couple of guys throw me the ball. I shot like three air balls to start, and then I hit like eight in a row. Mm-hmm. Right? You're 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 capable if you're taking good shots, and they're not hurried, forced, or stressed. I can I can I can still today never, having not shot in months can still go out and hit if I'm open. I can hit eight out of ten from college three. In in all spots, I and an average of eight out of ten, I could right. I could do that. Well, you were also a professional, but, as a pro, for but that's what I'm saying though. I'm saying if that's even a college kid, mm-hmm. they can do. So that's what I'm saying. I could do that wide open, just no stress. Just even if a guy's coming out with me, if I know he can't get to challenge me, if I know I've got time to get that shot off, mm-hmm. I could do that. But what I'm saying is, that's 80 percent wide open. Mm-hmm. So if you're getting challenges. But yet you're still open. You should be able to eat forty percent. Yeah, and I think that'd be great for Nebraska if they could, because I know last year they were. Ooh. They shot thirty six percent, and they took some bad ones. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah, I think they might shoot a little bit more too. Nineteen's not too many threes. I think once they get into Big Ten play, they'll probably shoot a, a few more. Uh, Texter <clears throat> Asterick, why are they redshirting Lloyd? Um. Okay. So, what it was. So you've got to look at it from this standpoint. They're playing nine deep. You have three seniors which were transfers in Gary, Greasel, and Bandamil, right? Who are all starting. They're starting. Then you have a returning starter or a returning guy who was your sixth man is C.J. Wilcher. You have your big guys in Keita, and then Tamanaga's returning, Will Ham, and then so, so you're going nine deep. So really it was going to come down to either Jamarcus Lawrence or Ramel Lloyd for that extra ninth spot, right? Ramel Lloyd, if you're smart, you have two ball handlers in Bandamil and, and, and Greasel. And, 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 and he, he doesn't shoot the ball yet. He's capable, but he doesn't shoot the ball yet with, with as much consistency than I think Jamarcus Lawrence. Not that Jamarcus Lawrence is called on to do that, but Jamarcus Lawrence plays pretty good defense too. As you can see, the time that he got, he was very active with feet. Which is what, which is what Nebraska needs. That's what they right? need. That, they don't need somebody to no. really. So right now, Ramel, Ramel's skill set 
does him a disservice with what they have because his strength tries to emerge with all of that that's there, which causes him the problem. Right. You understand? Right. So it's better to allow Bandamil to allow Griso to allow those guys to leave, and it's your show. If you're smart, you redshirt. And I, I think it's a smart move for him. I think it gives. And I know him a you've talked to him uh, quite a bit too, and and had those discussions. And I think it's a good. I think it's right. just a good thing. It, 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 it's going to be your team. It, you're going to be able to run the team, and then now you get all season of practice, seeing the speed of the game, going up against those getting, guys, going up yeah. against getting in the weight room, and then working on that jumper. Mm-hmm. Like I would love to work with him. I would love to get in the gym and just iron that thing out. Mm-hmm. Hey, like my boy. Denim Dawson hit a three last night. I've been talking to him about it. <laughs> that is your boy. I've been talking to him about it. I know you have. So he'll and and so I love that combination. If once those guys get, there, they're still going to be long. They just signed another um, uh, three star guard, six seven, one hundred ninety five pounds out of Gallatin, Tennessee. Yeah. He's now playing with IMG, um, which is he's getting high quality basketball uh, right now. He averaged seventeen points seven. Rebounds, two uh, assists, and 1.1 blocks a game, uh, helping um, a beach get to a 34 and two season. Um, the the young man's name is uh, Eli Rice. Eli Rice. That's he right. was a he was the loan commit right now out of 2023. So he's going to be coming in. So there, right now you can see Fred is recruiting for a type of play, a style of play. Um, I think he. I. I would. I. I'm, I don't know. I'm not going to say this for sure. But I think he took a good look at Iowa. And looked across the board where Keegan, his twin brother, mm-hmm. and just pretty much Iowa's whole line across the board was like six, four, five up to six, ten, had a lot of success, and they had good the success. And too. I think that I think he was able to kind of get an understanding by saying, you know what, maybe we should get that have shooters, but be long and defensive and be able to stop people and, you know, be physical. Right. I think that's what he was able to do. A uh, couple questions before we go to break. Uh, Daryl wants to know, are there other red shirts and can red shirt players suit up and warm up before games? No. I'm actually not sure that – can they not even warm no. up? No, they, they, they have to undress. Uh, they can practice with the team. Um, so that's going to be good for him too because he's going to be the scout. Listen. He's going to be going the up scout, against the Bandamils, the, the Greasels. Like, that's... The, yes, yes. And the scout guys, they get to do their thing. Like, because you're really masking who the other the other person's guard is for their who their scores are, who their players are. You're masking that. So if they're shooters, if they're penetrators, you get to do your thing and work on that at the same time. So that's that's sometimes a benefit. Uh, I also want to probably do this at the end of every segment, Strick. We're going to have a lot of people probably jumping into their cars, heading back. So happy Friday to all of you, if that's the case. Uh, another texter says, is this prime time head coach at Nebraska thing? Zach Smith is saying real or just clickbait. I'll go ahead and let you run down that real quick, Strick, before we head to break. Because, again, we have spoken to Deion Sanders. Well, I should say Strick has spoken to Deion Sanders. And, uh, Strick, you can run through that real quick. It is it is absolutely clickbait. I did uh, text Deion um, once I heard that. My um, my question to him was, and I'll, I'll read what I said. I said, Prime, what up? Uh, man, Twitter space is going crazy about you and talking Nebraska. I told them that that's cap, meaning that's, that's lies and innuendos and whatever. But 
They are going crazy up here, man, on your name. Question, 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 question. His response to me was, no truth to it, my brother. That was his response. So that goes on to tell you. And then he said a couple of other things. Um, and he said a couple of other responses. <laughs> but that's right. But that, that's from Dion himself. That was from him. So we are uh, crushing rumors. So whether, whether you feel good about that, whether you feel bad about that, at least we have some clarity when it comes to And Dion, And just, so. just, just to be honest, he didn't say that. He didn't say anything to the form of, I don't like Nebraska. That is no way I would come there. He didn't say anything like that. He just said, no, there's yeah. no truth to the rumors of him being that guy right we'll now. We'll have to wait and see. On the block, stay with us. 93.7 The Ticket. <laughs>